Hi, I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and then we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, The Unbearable Like-Likeness of Gene. This episode was written by Holly Schlesinger, directed by Don McKinnon, and it aired December 9th, 2012. We have a few guest stars. We have David Wayne as Courtney Wheeler, and he's best known for directing the Wet Hot American Summer movie, and John Michael Higgins as her dad, Doug Wheeler, and he's best known for his roles in Yes Man, Bad Teacher, The Ugly Truth, and he was the Carpe Diem professor in Community, and one of the judges in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I can't remember his roles from those three previous movies that you mentioned, but I do remember him as the Carpe Diem professor, the one who asked Jeff to take charge and be spontaneous, and he was fun. He's cute. I think he's also in the sequel to Waiting. Oh, he might be. The restaurant comedy. Mm-hmm. He's got a recognizable face. If you Google yes. him, you'll go, oh, that guy. I gotcha. At least, maybe that's just how my brain works, though. I recognize their face, and I have no idea who they are other than that. The store next door this week was Talk to the Hand Glove Store, which is cute. The exterminator van was Rat Be Nimble, Rat Be Dead, which is a play on the nursery rhyme, Jack Be Nimble. Yeah. But Did I... you not know that? No. Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick, Jack Jumped Over the Candlestick? No. 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 Wow. Not a clue what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> My childhood nursery rhymes tended to be French. We had two burgers of the day this week. We had Yes I Cayenne burger and Bean Spirit comes with beans. Is it supposed to be a mean spirit? I think it's supposed to be teen spirit. Okay. But if they had put smells like bean spirit, that would have worked. Because smells like teen spirit by Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fine. But bean spirits kind of just a little yeah. confusing. Yeah, I think our burgers are going to be way better. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Confidence. I like it. I exude it. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason, you want to tell us what this episode is about? Absolutely. An annoying girl named Courtney like likes Jean, and despite his ambivalent feelings towards her, they start dating. Jean wants to break up with her because she's so annoying and she's literally the worst. <laughs> yep. But sticks around because her dad is cool and he has a lot of cool musical instruments and... Equipment. Equipment, yeah. He's got gear heaven. Yeah. At her birthday party, Jean yells at Courtney and she faints. Jean finally tells her he doesn't return her feelings and they break up and he puts her in a hospital. Yeah, but like... Did he do that? Or did she just annoy herself almost to death? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But okay, yeah. okay. All right. So, initial thoughts, Jason. Do you like this episode? Eh. Eh? Eh, I don't oh. know. I I don't like Jean as a main character. Hmm. I much prefer him as a quirky sidekick, I guess. Okay. So, you like him in the background making wisecracks and jokes yeah okay same hmm. him and tina 
I don't like as main characters. If their <laughs> stories are front and center, I'm not a huge fan. Oh, harsh. Yeah. But Louise put her front and center all day long. I love it. Hmm. Bob, Linda, sure. But I don't know. Jean and Tina don't feel like they're very fleshed out as characters. See, I don't find that the episode spends so much time on Gene. Like, it spends a lot of time on Gene's problem, but everyone's helping him with that problem. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel like the sole focus of the episode is Gene. So to me, it actually works really well. Gene is not my favorite of the Belcher kids, but I really like this episode. Um, I think the jokes are really funny, and the story is hilarious. And despite Courtney being very annoying, is very relatable, too. And the B-plot, Linda's diet thing, is simple enough that it doesn't distract from the A-plot. Yeah, I like the B-plot because it seems very natural and it's not over the top. It's It feels very real mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So I actually quite like this episode. I think it's great. I'm a big fan, but I guess you're not really. I mean, I huh. like it. I just... It's not... A top 10. Okay. Probably nowhere near it. Maybe because Courtney's just really annoying. She, and she is. bugs me. That nobody just tells her to her face. Mm. Jean's probably the only person that's ever like, I don't know, stood up to her. Or been honest with her about yeah. how irritating she is. She's never been pushed to that point. And it's probably a good thing because she gets sent to the hospital as soon as anybody tells her the truth (laughs) you're like well that's a little harsh (laughs) i know i know i know so let's talk a little bit about the b plot then you said you like that one uh it's very relatable Mm -hmm. tell me a bit more about that i don't find it relatable personally okay but i can see it be relatable for a lot of middle-aged women okay going through rough patch in their the way they see themselves and then somebody all of a sudden is successful at losing weight or or whatever and thinking well now i don't look as good now i'm mad Mm -hmm. now i'm getting really frustrated and if only i put the work and effort into doing the same thing i could achieve my goals but i'm just mad and it sounds like a lot of work and effort so i don't want to do it i'd rather just be mad (laughs) Well, that certainly is relatable. Yes. I guess you don't really have to be a middle-aged woman to go through that. No, I've experienced that in my life. Just... I think we all have, and anybody who says they haven't is a big fat liar. Yeah, well, it's jealousy. Jealousy is a human emotion, right? It's not productive at all. Linda's jealousy doesn't get her anywhere, and you can see that this skin-deep diet she's going on clearly isn't doing anything good for her. Mm -hmm. She hasn't lost any weight by the end of the episode, and she's acting really bizarre, and it's affecting her daily life, so really, why are you doing it? She's Um, going a little crazy. Oh, yeah, she's definitely going a little crazy. But I get feeling jealous seeing someone who you previously you know, you never felt any jealousy towards and suddenly they have that one thing that you want. Your fat friend suddenly turns into the thinner, more attractive friend. And that's 
you shouldn't keep a fat friend around. You shouldn't have a friend who just makes you feel better or well, something like that. I wasn't saying that. No, I was okay. saying your friend who is fat suddenly is not. And yes. it makes you reevaluate yourself. Yeah. And it's sort of a, it should be a motivator. It should be like, oh, hey, cool. Like she did something good for herself. She lost weight and she's feeling great. So that's, that's good. And maybe I can take her um, process as an example and I can use that productively. But no, it's just. Well, she does dang do it. that. Now I have the muffin top and I'm mad about it because I wish I could look that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does encourage her to start the diet. But I don't think she does her proper research and just immediately says, all right, I just have to eat the skin of everything. Mm -hmm. It reminds me a lot of people online who will see before and after pictures of someone who's lost a lot of weight and say, well, what did you do? Expecting a magical miracle response. Exactly. Like, oh, I I drank this one tea every morning and the weight just came off me. Meanwhile, they ate less food and they exercised. That's pretty much how you're going to lose weight. <laughs> or not necessarily less food, but better food. Yes, better food, less food. They may have, might have gotten surgery depending on their weight, but mm. really it's not going to be some magical pill that you eat in the morning and then go off and eat McDonald's all day and mm. you're going to lose a bunch of weight. Yep. So. But good for you, Gretchen. You look great. Yep. Your dolphin tattoo is almost normal looking. Unfortunately, the weight doesn't stay off. Oh, no, no. She gains it back. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yep. (laughs) It's all good. Okay, so now to our main plot. I haven't dated anyone who drove me crazy. I never dated someone that I didn't actually like. Mm -hmm. I have had people that were annoying that liked me. Mm. And it's not fun. It's not fun having to reject anybody. It stinks having to tell someone, no, I don't like you that way. And it stinks even more having to tell someone, okay, please leave me alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do not want to talk to you anymore. And I have had those moments. You've also had a stalker. Yes, I had a stalker. He was also annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't go through someone's entire Facebook and like everything. Anything past like six months, I feel is kind of weird. Whatever. The six months a year, that's fine. Don't go back to my high school days when we're in university, buddy. That's weird. Okay? That is weird. That's just... Don't do that. Please. Mm Mm-mm. So I never dated anyone when I was in what I assume is middle school. Dean is 11, right? He must be in middle school by now. I never dated anyone when I was that age, if you can call it dating. Because really, if you can't drive yourself to your own date, is it dating? Sure. Is it though? It's kind of I just like my holding license. hands. Yeah, but is it just like when you're 11 years old, it's not really dating. No, it's not. It's no. it's holding hands. It's holding hands and calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend and that's about it. Yeah. Ooh, it's very they awkward. might be smooching though. They might be. Actually, this episode even though I haven't I didn't date someone at that age is quite relatable because a lot of people in my school did. And I was witness to how awkward it was for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was so weird. I remember seeing some of my classmates when they were like 11 making out on a bus, which was so creepy. That's like grade six. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, seriously. It was really creepy for everybody involved, even at that age. It was not okay. Mm -mm. I'm glad that Jean never actually kisses Courtney in this episode. Makes it a little bit more tolerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also feels a little bit more realistic because, really, if you're 11 years old, you probably shouldn't be kissing anybody. What? Other than your family. Seriously? Yes. You believe that? Yes. Oh, pish posh. Give it some time. You don't need to be dating at 11. You're 11. Be a child We're for not a talking about bit. dating. You said kissing. Yeah, okay, well, don't kiss. You're 11. Don't be doing that. Be a child Your for a little longer. school is very different than my school. We had guys and girls, quote unquote, dating consistently through grade five and six. And smooching. Oh, yeah, they smooched. It was just super weird for me and everybody else. That's just because you were uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, so I you're was. You're uncomfortable in those situations regardless of the age. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm fine with people smooching now. It was weird. When I was in grade six, it was not natural. We were standing. Okay, I it is the weird. the most natural thing in the world. It is weird to kiss your girlfriend when you still have to line up to get inside from recess. It's weird. Nuh-uh. Love holds Mm-mm. no boundaries. Uh, no. I had crushes on boys, but I never really thought about kissing them that much. Not at that age. Jeez. When I was like grade seven, sure, but like grade five? No. Wow. Guys and girls are so different. Eh. <laughs> That's well, you all tell, we could think about. You could tell that Gene is clearly not yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, he definitely not interested. No, and he doesn't really seem interested romantically in anyone else. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of nice. Gene actually is being a kid. Well, there was that manatee. Oh, that's true. But that was an awakening of a sort. And Mm. we promised we'd never talk about it again. Right. (laughs) But I really think it's cute when Tina's saying, well, I try so hard and he gets a secret crush. Like, how, how is that fair? And he just says, well, maybe don't try so hard. Which is actually really good advice. It's great advice. Just be yourself. Courtney likes him for who he is. He does not like her for who she is, but Courtney's feelings are clearly valid. Right? It's not Mm -hmm. like she likes him for someone she thinks he is. Mm -hmm. I think it's good advice. Yeah, it is. Gene's got it right. He's going to have a very loving partner as he gets older, I'm sure. Someone who can tolerate all his quirks. The, the moment in the hallway when Courtney's friends are saying, we know someone who likes you. Oh, God. Does that give you any flashbacks from grade school? Yes. Yeah. But most of the time, it was someone else telling someone that I liked them, and then I hated it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I was not Courtney. I was not the Courtney who was waiting there, hoping, and... And wanting Jean's attention. I was the person standing five feet away thinking, please, 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 please shut up. Please shut up. Don't tell them I like them. Please shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was no confidence there. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do remember saying, oh, do you like like him? Oh, yeah, I like like him. Yeah, that's definitely a thing that kids say. Oh, it's still to this day. Mm hmm. I like them, but do you like like them? Mm -hmm. Now, I think they did a really good job of making Courtney annoying, but not so unattractive that she wouldn't have friends. Like, I understand how she still has friends. 
Do you see that? No, I wouldn't want to be her friend. Well, okay. So do you think that her friends are only around because of her health problems? No. they do bring it up. They keep her around because she's the weird friend that makes them look good. Yeah, you think so? Because they're very supportive of her yeah, in this episode. I don't know. And she also seems like the alpha. I think that's who she is. I think she's the weird friend, but she's also just the alpha of the group. Mm-hmm. She's got a strong personality. It's really annoying, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of felt like they pitied her a little because of her health problems. Because they were always the ones mentioning it or getting offended when someone made some right. sort of comment. It was not Courtney standing up for herself. It was her little cronies saying, oh, well, she has a congenital heart condition. Mm-hmm. And she will take a chill pill. <laughs> I don't know. I could see that, though. I could see that. Yeah. Sometimes you hang around people for the wrong reasons. And sometimes you're just friends and nobody understands why. and It just works. That's like most of your friends. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Well, we've all got some, right? I'm probably their weird friend too. Aw, you're not that weird. So I know this is an experience you can't really share in. But as a sister, my parents and I would judge my brother's girlfriends. And I have to say some of them are really terrible. And it was always kind of fun to have someone on your side when you didn't like somebody to just say, yeah, I know, they do suck. (laughs) My brother brought over one girlfriend who mentioned in rather gruesome detail her last hunting trip to us while we were eating dinner. Um, Note here that my dad is a vegetarian and so am I. That conversation was not welcome. (laughs) It was very awkward. And we were really happy when he broke up with her, I think, the week late, the week after. And he also had another girlfriend who really wanted to be a nurse, but didn't like science at all and thought that it wouldn't be useful in nursing. So, you know, he picked some real winners. Did you ever have any friends like that? You couldn't stand the person that they were dating Just wanted them to go away. All of my friends dated late. Mm. If even at all. But, yeah. So, no. Not even... Oh. (laughs) With the exception of one friend whose boyfriend I definitely did not like. Because he was really annoying. And... All of my friends who knew him uh, thought I was overreacting. Um, yeah, I think even at times I thought you were overreacting, but then I realized you were right. (laughs) He was really annoying. (laughs) And he would swear all the time for no reason. I think he just punctuated his sentences with being crude and lewd. I don't know, it just... He was a very obnoxious person. I feel like he was the human embodiment of Reddit. 4chan. Okay. Yes, actually, he'd probably get offended because 4chan's better than Reddit, right? Correct. Hey, boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was not a winner. So of all the annoying things that Courtney does this episode, 
Hmm. What do you find the most obnoxious? Her sucking on that necklace. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that and kicking Bob's seat, but pretending she's not kicking it. Kick. 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 Because to me, that's so rude. That's not even annoying. That's just rude. And this is your new boyfriend's dad. Should you not be trying to get on his good side? That just made no sense to me. She was awful. Yep. Pretty awful. What's the most annoying thing for you? The kicks. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yep. You're just thinking of turning around, slamming the brakes and and strangling her. Pulling her out of the car. Be like, all right, that's it. You can walk the rest of the way. Yep. This is your stop, lady. This is a highway, sir. I know. I said get out. (laughs) I hope you don't get hit by a transport. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's pretty bad. I do like that the kids actually talk to their parents about this problem. Like, they're upfront about it. Courtney is annoying. Gene's dating her. He needs to stop dating her. There's no secrets being held. There's no, I can't tell dad I'm dating or I can't tell my parents or. Nope. And Bob and Linda are fine with him dating. They have no problem with it. They're excited for him until they learn that he doesn't actually like the person he's supposed to be dating. Mm -hmm. And Bob gives good advice. You know, he says it's not mean to not reciprocate those feelings. It's It's just honest. Right. And you should break up with her now. It's mean to continue. Exactly. So Bob gives good advice. I'm happy. The family's all working together on this problem. And we get some really great Louise lines in this episode, too. When she's offering Bob the hammer before he goes to drive them and he declines. And she says, well, (laughs) good luck finding a drive through hammer store. It's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, it is great. Oh, goodness. And then Tina and Louise's methods of role-playing is are just so in character. They're perfect. Tina's, like, detached, very pessimistic outlook saying, oh, well, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. And then Louise's angry outburst. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just perfect. It's, it works so well for them. Another moment of Louise's that I love is when she comes up with her own jingle. Told you to break up with Courtney and you didn't listen. So now you're stuck with her forever. So suck it! <laughs> She's the best. I really... love her so much. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so, so good. Anyway, what do you think about Gene's jingles? I think he has real potential. I think that's his specialty. Something really short, really sweet, mm-hmm. and funny. And that's Gene. That's exactly Gene. Oh, wow. That's also Gene. Like, the embodiment of Gene. Yeah. Not just his musical style. No, that's Gene. Wow. Short, Short, sweet, and funny. Yeah. Wow. That's Gene. Gene is a jingle. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Mind blown. Bam. Podcast over. We're never going to come up with anything better than that. What do you think of Gene's silent love song? Are you a fan? Now that we have the Bob's Burgers album, we've been listening more to the songs. Is that mm-hmm. one that you would definitely play or skip? I don't know. I think it's oh. funny. Okay. I think it works because it's literally about Courtney. And being the worst. Being the worst. <laughs> and wanting her to be quiet. Like, I would like, like he says. If I close my eyes and I cover my ears, I think I could spend the rest of my life with her. Exactly. 
Oh, that's sweet. Wait. No, Tina, it's not. <laughs> not at all. I love that song. I think the sequence is super cringy, though. Oh, my goodness. It's so uncomfortable. Not just because she keeps interrupting in a song that is clearly about how irritating she is, but also because everyone is watching them have this argument. And it reminds me of watching couples that are so obviously not meant to be together having arguments in front of you. Mm -hmm. Because some people are just like weirdly comfortable with doing that. Having a full-blown argument in front of their friends. In public. Oh, gosh. It's so weird. Don't do that. Please take it home. Take it home. Keep your arguments there. (laughs) That's just my personal experience. Well, I mean, that's common decency. Don't force your fights upon people. Yeah. It's awkward. Don't do it. Please. Another favorite moment of mine is when Doug says to Bob, Oh, aren't they a cute couple? And Bob just replies, They certainly are standing next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear that line, I think, Yep, this is what I think when I see my no TP. The couple that I just never want to see together. It's nice because Bob knows Gene's feelings. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't want to make Courtney's dad feel bad. Or, like, let him in on how Gene feels. I think he finds him annoying, too. Really? Yes. When Courtney's Doug... dad? Yeah, I think... Well, I don't think Gene finds Courtney's dad annoying. I think that Bob finds him irritating. When he comes over to give him the little jingle for Bob's burgers, Bob just doesn't want to engage. He's like, and okay, bye. Do you think that was because it was a terrible jingle? Yes, partially because it's a terrible (laughs) jingle, but also I think he just finds him annoying. Okay. I think that Doug would be like Bob's Courtney. I think Bob finds most people annoying. Mm, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, you're wrong. Wait, maybe you have a point. (laughs) So I realized this episode that we have never had... Like a Bob's Burgers episode take place in a hospital. Like a full episode? As its main setting, yeah. Okay. He's gone to the hospital to get stitches before. We've had little moments in hospitals, but never an extended episode. Mm -hmm. I think partially because the show doesn't tend to get that serious. So it's not as though we're going to have an episode where Bob had a heart attack. Right. I don't think we're going to get that scary or one of the kids like hurt so badly that they need to stay in the hospital Mm-hmm. if we had any moments in the hospital it might be tina breaking a leg or gene hurting himself but never an entire episode right. in a hospital but i can think of so many other cartoons where that's true we have entire episodes in hospitals hmm. like doesn't the simpsons have a few like that Well, there is the episode where Homer has to get a triple bypass. See, I don't think Bob's would do that. Early Simpsons is very different than Bob's in the sense that it deals with a lot of heavier things like divorce and Mm -hmm. uh, medical problems. And I think they tackled more serious things than Bob's has or ever will. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Bob's is definitely it feels more lighthearted, even though it does tackle sometimes 
it tackles deeper issues in lighter ways. Mm -hmm. I've never cried watching Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. I've laughed so hard I've cried, but I've never gotten so emotionally ruined by it. Right. Which I'm okay with. I think I'm fine keeping this lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it could be kind of interesting to have an episode in a hospital. I can think of a lot of funny hijinks that Jean and Louise could get up to. But maybe for something that's fairly normal. Like maybe Bob has to pass some kidney stones. Something right, like okay. that. That could be you funny know? too. Nothing where Bob has had a bypass and they're worried about losing their father. Sure. Nothing that serious. Yeah. Or perhaps having a Halloween episode take place in a hospital and it's like kind of a creepy setting. That mm-hmm. could be interesting. Season eight is starting tonight, actually, with a fan art episode. So I'm wondering if maybe season eight will be the season where we get a hospital episode. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, that that death scare or that near-death scare... Is that funny to you or is that a little over the line? Where do you come down on that? Oh, it's definitely over. It's definitely crossing the line. Okay. But is it still funny? No. Okay. I didn't find it funny. Gotcha. Found it obnoxious and rude. Kind of like Courtney. Mm-hmm. I think Courtney's family is terrible. Yep. The only good thing about Doug is that he has a lot of equipment, mm-hmm. which is evidenced by Gene Asking, oh, can I still visit Gear Heaven? No. Not a chance in Gear Hell, Gene. Yep. It's another good line. Oh, a nice moment of consistency is when Linda goes to take off her pants at the hospital so she can check her weight. She's wearing the underwear that she painted on all those animals in Art Crawl. Oh, really? Yes. When Gene says in that episode to her, Oh, I can't believe I didn't realize you painted your own underwear on all of these animals. I recognized them in this episode. (laughs) That's great. Pink panties. That's what she wears. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. The end of this episode kind of bugs me, though. When Jean hears that silent muffler song, he should sue her dad. That is stealing. Yep, it is. (sighs) Do you think he could ever win? Nope. Dang it. Because... Life is unfair. Yeah. At least a lot of the time it is in Bob's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts before we head to our burgers of the week? I really don't like Courtney. Okay. And it's not a, I don't like her, but it's funny. It's I don't no, like I her. I don't like watching her on screen. Okay. See, I'm the opposite. She's terrible, but I like to watch. Okay. She's a person that I love to hate, you know? Hmm. I feel like I can band together with other people and be like, isn't she the worst? And everyone will cheer and say yes. Now, I, for the other show that we were doing a podcast for, The Good Place, Mm -hmm. which we just started season two. Yeah. Come on and listen with us. Yep. And well, listen to us. (laughs) It's called Fork and Bullshit. And Eleanor is a horrible person. That I love to hate. But do you hate Eleanor? Because I don't feel like you hate Eleanor. In the past, like, in her life, she was a horrible person. Mm -hmm. But I loved watching her be horrible. Okay. Courtney is a horrible person, 
but I can't stand watching her be horrible. Now, the difference between Eleanor and Courtney is that Eleanor is, like, the cool person, right? She's cool and mean. Mm-hmm. Whereas Courtney is just annoying. She's not actually that mean. Right. She's, She's just, just irritating. Yeah. And she has a lot of bad, annoying habits. Absolutely. That is a big difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we move on to our burgers? Absolutely. How many do you have this week? I had three, but I forgot one of them. You have to write them down, Jason. I couldn't. I was driving. Oh. Pull over <laughs> next time. <laughs> All right. I have four. Mm-hmm. I of course actually found this episode fairly easy to come up with uh, burgers for. So. Well, la-di-da. Just, you know. Just you don't saying. have to say I'm perfect, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Fine. You're perfect. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, so I have four burgers. You might not like them, but I think you'll be wrong. So, (laughs) Jason's giving me quite the face right now. Okay, I'll start since I have four. Right. You keep reminding me. (laughs) Okay, I'll go with my worst one. Of your four. Yeah. The one I don't like, the I, I don't really like this one that much, but I came up with it, so I figured I should keep it. Gruyere Heaven burger? Like Gear Heaven? Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just bad. oh, come on. It would come with caramelized onions and obviously Gruyere cheese. Okay, what's your first one? Oh, gosh. You're giving me a little smile. It's going to be bad. It's the Leek Like burger. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have to tell you my burger now because mine is. The I leak leak you burger. Oh my god. Comes with double the leaks. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we both have a leak leak burger. So oh, that's great. Now I only have one burger. <laughs> it's like categories. If we have something that's the same, it cancels itself out. I mean, this right? is the first time in 30 episodes. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like mine. The Leak Leak Burger, or the I Leak Leak You Burger, mm-hmm. comes with double the leaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Moving on. Give me your next one. Wait, was yours the I Like Leak? No, it's just the Like Leak Burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. My next one is She's the Worcestershire Burger. Okay, I like it. Because she's, she's the worst. Yep. <laughs> she's terrible. Okay. I was thinking of putting Courtney's the worst, but let's just keep it she. Yeah, not every Courtney's the worst. No. <laughs> just this one. Yeah. <laughs> What's your other burger? I have the Soylent Love Burger. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So a friend of mine yesterday came up with the name Silent Meat Burger. So I'm glad that you took it and came with with a better one. Yeah, I had it before that. And when you said that, I was like, oh my goodness, is it going to be another silent love pun? Yeah. But it was just terrible. So I was okay with it. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So Soylent Love made with Soylent. That's actually a thing, right? Yes, it okay. is a thing. It's like a, a meal replacement. So, so it probably okay. suck as a burger? Probably. Or you could just make it with soy. Maybe it'll be a veggie burger. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah, we could do that. Or we could just make it with people. No, no people burgers. We already have one of those. 
Which is weird to say, by the way. Yeah. Okay. My last burger is the never ever getting yak together burger. <laughs> Why? Because we are never ever ever getting back together. Yeah. So it should be the never ever ever getting yak together burger. Oh boy. And it's really just a yak meat patty. But we can't have that because they do get back together. Spoiler alert. Do they? They don't stay together. Whatever. It counts. Okay. okay. It counts. <laughs> That's good. Yeah? 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 Sure. Okay. So, who wins? Obviously, you win. Which burger? Uh, the second? No, the third one. She's the Worcestershire? Yeah. Okay. I can go with that. <laughs> Yeah. Which one do you prefer? I, I mean, I think that the I Leak Leak You Burger is cute. And also the Never Ever Ever Getting Yak Together. It's just really long. I know. It is. It's quite the long name. Bob's has had long names for burgers before, though. So I felt like I wasn't breaking any rules. No, no, no. It's just harder to get on the album artwork. Uh, wow. <laughs> is this how we judge them now? Eh, By how lazy we feel like being? No, it's, it's <laughs> it makes it really small. Oh, okay. All right, so we'll stick with the she's the Worcestershire burger. She's the Worcestershire. Well, I guess it works. She is pretty much the worst character. One yeah. of the worst characters we'll meet. Until Tina sort of dates someone who thinks that kissing is sucking your entire face into their mouth. I mean, Tammy's pretty bad. Oh, yeah, Tammy also sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some annoying characters in this show, but, you know, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a multiverse radio production. Thank you so much for listening. Why don't you tell me the best way to show your support for our podcast? By leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. It's so easy to do. And also sharing us on social media. You know what they say, sharing is caring. Exactly. Retweet those tweets. Reblog those blogs. We don't share blog. those Facebook posts. We have a Tumblr blog. We do have one. We do. Yes, we do. I made one. I, I knew that. <laughs> um, telling people on the street about us, posting posters, hanging hangers, <laughs> writing <Writings>. letters. <laughs> those are all great ways. Tell your grandma in that letter that you send to her, and then. Wait for her $6 check to come in the mail for your birthday. Sweet. Or you can just go to our website, multiverseradio.ca. You can! You can find us on Facebook, Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can tweet us at Multiverse Radio. You know it! And we'll see you next week for our review of episode 9 from season 3. God rest ye merry gentle mannequins. Which is the first Christmas episode. Woohoo! Christmas time in October! It's unfortunate that we didn't get a Halloween episode timed right now, mm -hmm. but you know. That's okay. That's fine. We already had our spooktacular. Christmas comes early here on Burger of the Week. Yep. Boom, boom. Okay, bye. Bye. What do you think about Jesus? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I was saying cheese and also Jesus. Jesus. I was trying to say Jean, but then I got mixed up with Jingles. Do you know how the best way... Ah. <laughs> Not like that. 
Do you know what the best way is to show your support? This sucks. Never mind. Um, 